Hello, welcome to geekweek.com forward slash live. That's for you, Mark. Hello, welcome to another edition of Top of the Table. Brian Bentley along with Chris Ballard from Connecticut, Mark Via there in the middle from L.A., Sarah Wilson on the right, the elusive Holbert joining us from Kansas City, <laughs> and Hank Wilson is um, pending. Hank Wilson, Hank, is that something you Hank Alexander, check? excuse me, is pending. Sorry. <laughs> Hank and I just got married and he That's took right. my name. That's very <laughs> uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we were talking right before we came on about uh, today's Premier League action with Ashley uh, Ashley Young and the Chelsea Chatham game, and I said, "Hey, wait a minute, let's uh, let's do this on the show." So where were we? Was the was the okay. Chelsea was the Chelsea game as overwhelmingly five to one as it sounded? Was Mark's question? Yeah, I had to get. I was at a birthday answer, party to get a chance to watch it. Pretty much no. Um, I think prior to Chelsea's first goal, Tottenham were the better team. Okay. And then after halftime, it went in 1-0 at halftime from a Drogba really good goal. And then I think two or three minutes after halftime, they were awarded a really dubious goal. It was, it was bad. And you know what? Yeah. The, line, the linesman that gave that goal, I think that's the one that's had two or three boo-boos in the last... I think it was the Wigan linesman. I think that guy's had a couple of oh, boo-boos. joining us from his panic room is Hank Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> so was it, was it an off... Should he have been offside or? He did the ball didn't cross the line. No, it didn't. The ball didn't but cross I, the I line. I don't know if oh. the linesman gave it because the linesman couldn't have seen it because of the pile of bodies in yeah. front. I thought the referee John, gave John it. Terry with the, uh, a T-Birds move straight out of the roller derby there in front of the goal. Oh, and we've got naked children. <laughs> yeah, who's well, that naked kid there? That's not good. <laughs> It could be worse. It could be naked mark. I was expecting. I was expecting it's, that to pop up not, in your window, Chris. Come here, David. <laughs> hey, say hi to everybody. Come on. Hi. What's up? Nice shirt. Hi. Hi, Sarah. hi. Say hi to Chris. If you ever see a man like that in the street, walk away from him. Okay. <laughs> All right. Play with mommy. Go play, no, go I can't have a feeling. I've set myself up for the future. <laughs> go play connectimals. Uh, well, I, I felt I felt quite unlucky. Sorry for Tottenham, actually. I, you know, Frank Lampard had a great strike. I wish he'd be able to do that for England. Um, but yeah, I agree with you, Chris. I think it, it, the score didn't reflect the game. Yeah, last 10 minutes, Tottenham were. Once the third goal went in, which was a really good goal again by Ramirez, you could just see Tottenham had thrown in the towel. Right. And the last two goals were pretty, pretty pathetic to concede, really. I mean... It, one of those. If you're a manager, you kind of you give your ref, you give your players a hard time after the game, but don't do too much about it. There's, there's nothing to say. Right. Being out of the FA Cups enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all, all Tottenham can hope for now really is finishing fourth, fourth. above Chelsea. <laughs> I, I kind of hope. I hope that Newcastle doesn't catch them. Well, Newcastle are level on points, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, I, I kind of hope Newcastle get there simply because it'll show up. Give me both, pal. I'm with you, 100. So, Hank, Hank, well, you're, Hank you are why, why are you literally in the closet? Well, I'm I'm hiding in I'm hiding in Mombasa in a barroom drinking gin. No, I'm at my parents' place. Do they know? So, uh, I'm, I'm hiding. <laughs> and. Uh, she doesn't realize how close she just came to death right there. I almost shot her with a shotgun. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's my mom's place out in uh, 
on Nantucket. I'm out here with the kids for the weekend. Very so. nice. I knew a young man from Nantucket. Yes, Chris, give there us the limerick. Go. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I'm not even going to... Uh, <laughs> It's not me anymore. Well, we will set Chris up. Hey, Chris, what's on the board this week? Oh, oh well, I'm glad you asked. Just try I to have uh, my redeeming feature matrix because I realized that there are a lot of douchebags who play football. Um, so I, I was trying whoa, to find... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chris, you just said douchebags in football. You just did through American word and a very English word. You was 50-50 right there. Well, I, but he's absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, um, because I was I was watching the uh, the New York San Jose game yesterday, and this oh one, my god, this, we'll get to that. But the subject came up, um, so I thought, you know, for all these people who are very unpopular, there's usually at least one redeeming feature. So Joey Barton, scary little sod, but at least he's fun on Twitter. Yep. Uh, Craig Bellamy, don't go golf with him, but he's done a lot of good work in the Congo with his charities which I think a lot of people are unaware of, incidentally. Uh, Stephen Lenhart, a big douchebag, but at least he has nice hair. No, he does, And, and Rafa Marquez... Well, I'm sure actually, you think he does. Well, he has hair. I mean, that's a, that's a win. <laughs> and Rafa Marquez actually doesn't have any redeeming features. <laughs> whatsoever. Hey, speaking of redeeming and features, every time you turn around, Chris, we can see your hair. So if you want to do the rest of the show that way... I'm just going to... Yeah, I do have some. <laughs> I'm hoping Wayne Rooney will sponsor me to get my hair done. Hey, you just look good today. It, I, I tell you what, people give him a hard time, but those plugs came in, man. With, with the thinning hair, if we had that kind of money, we'd all be it's doing like, it. Hey, you know what? Hey, I've said that several times. You know, he's got, he's got the money, he's got the means. Make yourself feel good, however it takes. You yeah. right. You you don't have to see the bald spot. See? <laughs> yeah. Work it right. Everything looks good. That's awesome. I would never have known that. <laughs> that was an excellent pose there, Hank, by the way. It was good. It was kind of blue steel and hello, little girl. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, never, you never know. This is what Wayne's working right now. He's got kind of partial comb over working. You grow out the front really long and you just fade it back. I'm I was long kind of hoping front. to kind of grow my beard long enough that it kind of joins up. Oh, the beard comb over. Yeah, yes. but I, I can't. You would think I'd be able to grow a bit, but not. it takes like a week to have a semi-layer of fuzz. It's kind of impressive. <laughs> I like you know what? what? Why are toupees? Toupees are not really accepted in the men's world. Yeah, yeah because it's always so obvious. That's the thing. So to me, I... Like, I what? Hang on, you're breaking up. <laughs> a man chest toupee. <laughs> well, the thing is, if you have a toupee and you're in a convertible car, you're going to have that flapping. <laughs> and that's, well, that's hardly ever sexy. I can kind of compare it to being, like, when I was growing up, like, stuffing toilet roll down my bra, like, trying to produce goods that you don't have. It's like a toupee. I've never toilet paper in my bra, ever. Uh, yeah, there's there's four guys here that can't relate to that. Um... Well, I can't, re I can't relate to I can't. I've dressed well, in drag. If you want to pub your, uh, <laughs> I understand. Pub your uh, Women's United FC, that would be the perfect time. There you go. Talk about stuffing your bras, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a Portland correspondent. Uh. <laughs> I could do it. You... Again, I've just kind of upped the creeper factor again, haven't I? But you would be Christine Ballard. You would have to change your name. Yeah, and move to Portland. Correct. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. And I just me. threw Portland out there. It's not an indictment of that city, so please don't send any cards or letters. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do, send them to at Um So it's been three weeks uh, since we've been together. A lot of things have happened. Um, Mainly the chat room yes. is broken. My, oh, it's not just for uh, me then. My, yeah. t- my team, Mike's team beat Mark's team. My team beat Mike's yes. team. Uh, Sarah's team has beaten everybody, including Mark's team. Chris's yep. team has fallen to shambles. Beaten by my Mark's team last team night. Is, Mark's team has uh, possibly come off the ledge. And my team is still searching for a number 10. Well, who's your team again? Dallas. Oh, well, they did okay yes. yesterday. See, I don't. I, I, I take that off the ledge comment with a large grain of salt and a bit of animosity only because, you know, uh, everyone expected us to be perfect again this year for some reason. Well, I don't know why. <laughs> we, were, we were far from perfect last year and in many instances got through by the skin of our teeth. You know, I mean, uh, I was upset at the losses and upset at the way we've played to this point, including last night, but it's a long season. A lot of shit's gonna. Sorry. sorry, a lot of stuff's gonna happen, and you know we're gonna come back. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make a run. Kansas City's gonna falter. I thought you were lucky you know, last night, actually, Mark. The Rebs are the Rebs. Um, you know, I mean, it's it is what it is. I'm I'm surprised Toronto's doing as bad as they are. To be quite honest, uh, how long does that guy have a job for? Two more weeks. You think two more? <laughs> yeah, I do. You know, I think I, they gave I'm, him a bit of grace because of the Champions League, but now they're out of that and still not producing in the in MLS. Yeah, so I, 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 you know, I am not surprised at all by Kansas City's six and zero start. <laughs> Quick, Mark, go and get a pet. So, <laughs> what in the hell is going Everybody, on? Everybody's got an animal here. Hank just went and got a uh, an eighty pound <laughs> yellow lab. Oh <laughs> I, can't see, I can't see Hank. Oh my god, that is too funny. <laughs> and I was supposed to be dog sitting this week. Okay, nobody from ASPCA. Yeah, watching, and what they? you can't see is today's Hank in his possible drunken stupor. Camera yeah, when he's put in a headlock, Hank, I can imagine why he's camera shy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's so funny. So not, Today's National Hug Your Pet Day. Not only, not only is he in Nantucket, he's got on the khakis, and he just put a yellow lab in a headlock. <laughs> At Hisco 5. There you go. Uh, uh, um, let's uh, let's turn to uh, Mark. I, I set you up there for the on the ledge comment because that's what you've been tweeting lately is for everybody to get off the ledge. Yeah, I mean it's just you know uh, to me, Galaxy fans were sounding like Lakers fans, like we were somehow entitled to championships, like it was our birthright. And the simple fact of the matter is, is we don't have any depth. So but you just traded for that guy from Chivas. Yeah, who was sixth on their depth chart. You know, I mean, and he actually had a really great game last night, I thought. I was actually 
pleasantly surprised and happy with his play, with the exception of one ball that he touched a little bit too hard in a very bad area, and it got away from him. It almost cost us. But that being said, you know, every team is going to have their ups and downs. Ours just came at the beginning. And, uh, you know, I mean, kudos to Kansas City for the amazing way they come out of the gate. You know, kudos to New England for exploiting our weaknesses two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, every team's going to have their up and down. We're going to come back. I'm not worried in the slightest. All right. I, as, as long as we can keep Buttle on a leash, I'm happy. Or on the bench. Or on the bench. I mean, that guy coughs up more balls than Richard Simmons. I mean, it's just it's, – it's, <laughs> it's out of control. I still thought you were unlucky last night, actually. I mean, lucky with uh, with Portland because there was that disallowed goal to make well, it two 0 that he was well, onside. Should have been, should have been two 0 right there. Yeah, I mean, there's still a chance that Timmers would have coughed that up, actually, given how. But okay, when you look at it, that goal he was he was onside. The one was disallowed. The one that was allowed, he was offside. I mean, it's I still, thought he was onside in that one too. I don't know the replay I've gotten. It's very suspect. I don't yeah, think I he think was on site at all. Both, it's pretty close. So, so we we uh, so Mark you know. tells everybody in LA to calm down and step off the ledge. Chris, what do you tell the Portland people? Get ready with that ledge. I, I think it's uh, <laughs> it's is it's a time when you kind of last year you say okay it's an expansion season, we don't expect success. We'll you know try and get a few wins and see where we end up. This year he would have been given uh, a purview to to make the playoffs. And it's a tough division to be in, no mistake about it. But when you lose three games on the bounce, having been in front, that sets off alarm bells. And it seems to be the case where they have one good half um, in every game and they can't put together a full match. And it's kind of worrying because at some point you're going to have to look to Spencer to turn things around. And if he doesn't, they're going to have to find a replacement. Um, I'm glad that Boyd is getting on the score sheet because... At times in the previous couple of games, he's looked a little bit frustrated. Um, he got a goal against um, Chivas last week, which was fortunate because Kennedy dropped the ball right at his feet. Um, and, and apart from that, he scored in the first goal against Philadelphia, but he hadn't really done a huge amount. Up in New England, he probably should have, should have scored at least two goals. Um, and it, you know, a striker on his kind of salary really should have put at least one or two of them away. So it's... Um, I'm hoping that he can take some confidence from getting a goal yesterday and, and take that into the games, especially at home, because last year that their form was very much home-based, and this year they've already lost at home. So it, it's kind of a bit worrying, I think. Um, if they don't make the playoffs this year, I can see Spencer leaving. Um, I don't know what their strategy is for trying to bring in a, another uh, designated player. They signed a young kid. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, I think it was to a DP contract, and then when he showed up, they found out he right. was injured. So he, he's out for the year, which is not exactly brilliant research, you'd have to say. If you're the front office guy who made that decision, I would hope that you're looking a bit nervously over your shoulder because that shouldn't really Okay, happen. Dr. Evil, let me ask you this question. So mm-hmm. Kenny Cooper yes. was in Portland last year and didn't do anything. He's now in New York in a different style of play, and he's flourishing. Do you see the same kind of similarities with Chris Boyd? Is it the uh, timber style of play that is stifling their uh, their players up top? I think a lot of it is that in New York, Cooper's playing with Thierry Henry. I'd fancy myself to get Absolutely. a dozen goals a season with Thierry Henry. <laughs> um, 
And 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 you, I think a lot of it's confidence. Cooper's always been a confidence player. Uh, he went off to Europe. He came back here after being in Plymouth, for, of all places, um, without any confidence. The goal he scored yesterday when he took one touch and third of penalty area and scored, that's very much a confidence goal. He was getting those chances occasionally last year and he wasn't putting them away. So I, I think it's definitely helped him to move to New York. Um, playing with, with Henri has helped him. I think the Rogers situation has definitely helped him as well because he knows that if he makes a mistake, they haven't got anybody else to bring on. You know, Agudelo's injured, Rogers is banned you know, by, by INS. So, you know, he has that confidence in himself, knowing that if he misses one, he's going to get another chance because first he's playing with Henri, and second, there's no one else to come in and replace him. It would be interesting to see what happens in June, July, when these European players come out of contract and they have the opportunity to pick somebody else up. You know, another designated player. I keep hearing Del Piero mentioned. Yes. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Berbatov comes over this way eventually because he's apparently going to be leaving Manchester United in the summer. Um, I love Dimitar. I think he'd do really well over here. Yeah, I think he's going to Germany. Would. He's going to Germany. That's where he came I, from. I believe it? so. Right. I think he'll go back to Germany. So, uh, Or Brussels. Chris, did you see Merritt Paulson's tweets this week about uh, kind of having a mini hissy fit about people talking about uh, is it time to time to panic, only losing three or four games? I did see a couple of them. Um, I actually I don't really follow Merritt Paulson because I don't. I saw the one where he called Axel Rose a prick. Well, I think we can all agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on, you guys speak. Uh, uh, it was a it was a two part tweet, uh, basically talking about. Uh, um, Time, uh, being time to panic, um, and, and I, I think it was directed at a reporter who had made a, a statement, and he was responding um, with with some uh, with some vigor, and saying that these games are important, losing to Chivas and and the things that they've lost to. You know, they missed the playoffs by two points last year, and it was one of those things where they think they need to get three points every game. I was. Want to know if you if you had seen that uh, Nick had brought it up to me. I, I want to know if you had any thoughts on that. Well, I, I think Paulson's had eighteen months of nothing but praise from fans and the media because of the way they've got the organisation going up there. At some point, he's got to expect some comeback if things aren't going well. Um, I would have hoped he'd have responded better. Rather, it sounds like he was going on the attack with these tweets, and I haven't read them. I heard a few people discussing them, but I don't know exactly what he said. Um, there is a place for people to kind of question the decisions that the organisation have made, because if they're not doing it on the pitch, and the fact that they're selling out their games and having the atmosphere doesn't really mean very right. much. Um, I know everyone gets very excited about the support up in Portland and the Pacific Northwest, and even can you know as well as Kansas City, but that's only of benefit if it's married with a team that's actually quite good. Um, that's what's happened in Kansas City, uh, but it hasn't really happened in Portland yet. Um, they have the players to put together a pretty solid team. Um, I think the Chivas defeat was surprising simply because everybody thought Chivas would be so much worse than they actually are. Um, they've been, probably been the most surprising team of the year so far. Um, I don't think it's time to panic just yet. I think if they lose a couple more home games, and that would be the time to start looking around. Um, I would be interested to see what they plan to do in the summer, though. All right, so now let's, uh, let's continue our message to the fans. As the aforementioned Sporting Kansas City 
Sarah, what's what's your message to Sporting Kansas City fans? Seriously, to to be six, you know, six straight wins is that's it's just incredible. And the only I just read something. I get their email updates. The only the time this has been done in MLS history was by LA in '96, and they won eight consecutive games. So they're they're not too far away. I'll be honest. I thought it was going to be a tougher game than it was last night against Real Salt Lake. Um, eight games I, to start, Sarah. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt so much, but is that eight games to start the season? Correct. Yeah. So LA did it in '96, and now Sporting have won six straight from the start of the season, and you know that that's the record right now in MLS. It's the second time it's been done, and it, it that's you know a pretty pretty big statement. Um, Last night, I really thought it was going to be a closer game. It, it should have been 2-0. I don't know if you guys saw the goal that was disallowed that CJ Sapong scored. He jumped yeah. up and headed the ball. And the referee gave a foul. It was not a foul. He, I didn't even need to see the replay. Like, I just, literally, it wasn't. He didn't even touch the defender. Um, but they look good. The thing about Sporting right now is they're very strong from the back. And they're very difficult to break down. They're very athletic. There's a lot of pace on the team. And I'll be honest, the town is buzzing. Last night, we was under tornado watches and tornado warnings and bad weather and storms. It was still a sellout city. <laughs> this is true. This is true. But, I mean, it was it was a sellout. It was packed. The, the city is really, really behind this team. And there's got to be a sponsorship coming up pretty soon for them for the front of the jerseys. And they keep going back and forth. Some things that have been mentioned is Boulevard Beers. It's a microbrewery that's based here in Kansas City. I don't know if you've tried. It's like it's like a wheat uh, type of beer. And also Sprint. The world headquarters for Sprint are up the street in Kansas City. I know Sprint. Come on. Bring I know. It. I know. Seriously, Garmin. I'm happy they, to have them on the front of Jersey. Don't yeah, we, um, sorry, speaking of sponsorship. Don't the MLS or the rest of the MLS teams have to agree to a sponsorship? Really? I mean, yes. Now, yeah. So when I was working at FC Dallas, um, they they had a million dollars. This was going back quite a few years ago. You know, FC Dallas have not a sponsor for a while. They had a million dollar a per year for a three year contract for a jersey sponsor. Somebody came in with seven hundred fifty thousand a year for three years, and and FC Dallas said no. So every team has their price. Um, I I can imagine Sporting right now have quite a few people to play with because of the success. But Sprint to me, Sprint would be fantastic. They need some some good advertising. And the World Headquarters are here in town. The Royals suck. The Chiefs suck. You know, let let's get behind Sporting KC. What was the name of the beer again? Uh, Boulevard. Boulevard. Yeah, Boulevard Brewing Company. All right, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's microbrewery and um, the side okay, branching yeah. out. What? Yeah, sorry. It's my anyway. dad, everybody. Say hi. 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 <laughs> hi, Hank's dad. <laughs> I'll see you. He's like, get off the computer. You've been on the computer since 1984. How long have you been here? No, I, met, I I thought there was a, a kind of a, a single entity deal where some of the, the rest of the MLS teams get a cut of whatever sponsorship there is. And I seem to remember reading something about one of the deals getting scuppered because 
some of the MLS teams felt that the I think, I can't remember exactly who it was. If I find it, we can speak about it again. But that would be it, a league sponsor, not a shirt sponsor, though. Oh, I thought yeah. it was for shirt sponsors too. I don't think so. Because yeah. I can't imagine anyone being happy about Herbalife or Amway. To be honest, well, Amway's gone. <laughs> yeah, Amway's gone. Yeah. And Best Buy, Best Buy, built because they're going out of business. Yeah, they've been right? gone. They were yeah. gone. They were gone before last money. season. Yeah. yeah. That's why Chicago have Quaker now. Quaker's oh, a powerhouse, though. Maybe. Oh man! A lot of products they had to put on. Oh the man! Oh man! Quaker. Oh man! They own Gatorade. Oh man! They put oatmeal on the shirt. Oh man! That's bad. Oh me, oh me, oh Got it. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell life even do? It's a multi-level marketing. Uh, it, it's a multi-level marketing. It's a pyramid scheme that sells vitamins, dietary products, Champion. and other health fitness related uh, products. Related right. products. Hence the word herbal life. Herbal. Right. Hey, Hank, what's your yeah. message to New York, uh, New England Revolution fans? Message to New York Red Bulls fans is no. <laughs> Message to to Rev fans, excuse me. Oh man, well you stay positive. We got the first goal, six minutes in, looked good. Pepe Moreno, his first start, not too shabby. Didn't see much from him after that though. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, bad week to catch the Revs. I think they were a bit hurting still. You know, Benny Thalhaber coming back from injury. Lee Wynn playing with like 101 fever. Um, it's just not not the best day uh, to be playing for the New England Revolution, I think. But you know, and, and, and who did you guys play yesterday? We played uh, DC United. So you will see them again at least. You have that retribution. Yeah. That's a positive. This that is, is my this time is... In like three years that the rev, that DC is has actually won in New England. Right. Um, so it was kind of a it it, it kind of kicked me where it hurts because uh, I don't I don't like to ever lose to DC United especially at home. But the uh, the thing is is that you know this team is still we're still in a rebuilding right. Yeah, Kellen Rowe is playing ninety minutes as a rookie. That's that's you know so is Nick DeLeon for DC United. But at the same time, I just think that overall. You got to put the game behind you. We got two weeks now before our next game. We got a bye week this coming up week, and so then we go down to New York and we play we play Thierry Henry and Kenny Cooper, who are on fire. And so we need our defense to be strong, and we need um, we need to have all our players back 100% fit. Uh, I'm hoping somebody gets suspended retroactively from New York. I don't know who he has to. How he can he to. not? How can he not? He NFL tackled someone in the box. But it's not a drove them down, drove them down to their face, then rolled over them and kicked them in the face. You think that's a? I mean, how many games do you think you'll get? That? I think it should that's, be at least five. It should be at least I, five. Yeah, well, that would be good for England. Uh, actually, I'm thinking it should be, be good for New York because if they watch, if they watch the game before that time, he oh. did it three other times. Yeah, well, guy, guy just doesn't want to be here anymore, in my opinion. But uh, aside from that, I mean. I, I think the the key to uh, beating New York in New York is uh, keeping Terry Henry out of the game. Just can't let him get any momentum at all. 
If you can do See, that, I, I would I would disagree with you there. I, I think he, he's going to have a chance. You need to pressure Holgerson, who is an absolute liability. I mean, I've seen the back, on the back line. Yes, on the back you're going to yes. get at least a couple of chances to score. And yeah, I think Holgerson is the worst defender. If you keep the ball away from Thierry Henry at all times, I mean, obviously it's just. Oh, that's true. It's, you're not going to get anywhere. But. Hey, let's talk about retroactive suspensions really quick. Uh, Shalry Joseph suspended for his tackle on Ricardo Villar. Uh, well, I'm sorry for Ricardo Villar because he got stretchered off. But at the same time, I mean, that it was it was a half-hearted challenge for the ball. It wasn't a fully malicious tackle. How is that anything more than a yellow card? I, I, you know, they say oh, he was late. He was coming from behind. He injured the guy. All these things, you know, retroactively, yeah, but it's like in the in the flow of the game, it's not a malicious. I thought it, I thought it was. It's, it, I, I, don't, I don't think it was. I, I, hey, I think you're absolutely right. I think the league's trying to send the message to everyone, though, and unfortunately, he got caught as the messenger. Well, I thought it was late. I thought it was just a stupid. I thought it was a poor decision. I don't think it was malicious. It was just a poor decision. Right. And, but that being said, he's being right. made example of. And the league is making that statement, do not screw around, you're going to get hurt. But when you look at it in slow motion, it looks like, oh, I'm going to lost the ball, I'm going to trip him now so he doesn't get it. But when in, in full speed, it's like, oh, I'm about to lose the ball, I'm going to try and kick it forward. And to me, that's what he was trying to do. But VR got there first, kicked the ball away, and all was left were the guy's legs for Shaw Reed again. I mean, and that's what happened. It was poor timing, but it was it was an act of desperation to get the ball. I don't see how it's malicious intent at all, and shouldn't have been more than anything than a yellow card. And uh, if Janino does that to Shalry, what's your take on it? But to send the message for something that's completely off base is is setting the bar so unbelievably low that any anything coming forward now is going to be held to such a standard that has to be held to that standard. Right. If it's not held to that standard, then the league is a farce. Alexi, but this is MLS corporate you're talking about. That's all they've ever been. Therefore, a farce. Kevin Kevin Hartman posted today he's gonna he has a new Sunday morning game called "Who's Going to Be Retroactively Suspended." Love it. Uh, Alexi Lawless has you know said on Twitter as well this this is setting a bad precedent. Uh, I'm going to take my turn. I'm going to tell FC Dallas fans to trust Shellis. I did not say that in the very beginning when he yep. moved over from SMU, but I say this now um, with injuries to uh, VR. David Ferreira now out six to eight weeks with a broken foot. Um, they recalled Jackson from his loan. Um, he's he's using patchwork. Uh, he's got patchwork bench, and he's putting it together. He he uh, made, had to make some injury-related subs at halftime last night and moved back to a, a 4-1-4-1. Um, Blas Perez, for me, is... One of the best pickups. It's just been incredible. He's played so he's played so well. Um, we uh, we have Van. We get uh, Vancouver on Saturday, and then uh, Real Salt Lake comes in a week from Wednesday. So be very interested to see how they how they handle that uh, that tough back line of Vancouver, and then just get that bus saw. That's Real Salt Lake. Um, you guys have Ugo. You have nothing to worry about. And Ugo's- and Ugo with a. Uh, Beautiful header uh, to win against uh, New England last week. Oh, hey now. Yeah. now that hey now. goal—that goal made me chub up. That goal, 
was spectacular. So nobody noticed. That's why I love Ugo. I, I am going to say, if you can find... Uh, uh, I have some other bodily functions. If you can find Breck Shea's goal from last night, I, I'm, I'm going to go out and let... That was that was that was an amazing that's, that's, the throw in the header the one touch bam league. that that's was goal, goal of the week. Wasn't Beckham's goal? What more than Beckham's shot? No, Beckham's shot was beautiful. Beckham's shot was amazing. But that's what Beckham does. This Plus goal, they were already two one up. Throw in, flick on the head from who who, who was it? Um, you flicked Perez. it on, right? Yeah. Perez flicks yeah. it on. Uh, another. Pass forward to Shea, one touch, and then bam, into the you know one touch, and he put it in the net, and it was just spectacular. It was just spectacular. Is me or is Shea trying to emulate massive head wound Harry here? I mean, what is up with that hair? It's like he's got some super giant, you know, bleeding going on right where his middle. <laughs> oh, there. It's. I think it, he's rocking the reverse mohawk. No, isn't he's he? got a mohawk, but he's got purple on his scalp. There's a video about it on the FC Dallas website. Why purple? That's just what he chose, and it's, it's the video explains no. it. Like I said, if My Little Pony and Leonard Skinner did the nasty, you'd get Breck Shea. Um, let's talk. Uh, let's do a real quick uh, around the around the table here. Biggest surprise? It can be a player. It can be a team uh, of the season so far. Hank. Yes. MLS. Oh man. Well, I mean, Kansas City six and zero is a huge, huge shock in anybody's book, I think. But um, and I don't, I didn't expect them to be so dominant coming out the gate. I think they're they're all you can talk about. Uh, I think everybody else is still finding their way. It's up and down season for the rest of the Mark. league. I mean, they got rocky start. They're up. They're down. Um, they'll find their way back. And you know, New England got a couple of wins. They're looking pretty good. They're looking different, but they're still, you know, falling back into their own long ball scenario. So I think the story, the real, the real surprise, is that a team is six and zero. You know, that's huge. Kansas the season. City has surprised Mark. What's the biggest surprise so far this season? Could be player, coach, team. That no one's taken away Jeff Cameron's tweezers yet. <laughs> Sarah, biggest surprise of the season. Sarah, She's are you here? Right now. Your, your picture has been frozen for like 20 minutes. Sarah, We've lost right Sarah. Mr. Ballard. Uh, San Jose not sucking. Oh. There you go. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah Wando, is, Wando is on fire, man. Yeah, and they got a result yesterday without Lenhart. Hey, five and one now? Sorry? They're San Jose five oh. and No, they're four, one and one. Four, yeah, right. they lost one. Uh, I can't remember if they lost one tie. Oh, they they lost to. No, it was going again. But uh, yeah, I thought they would struggle this year, especially given that so many other teams in the West did look to have improved. But so far, and I know they've only played six games or whatever it is, but so far they've been pretty impressive. I thought they were good yesterday. There was only one team going to win in the second half yesterday, and it wasn't New York. Uh, big, biggest Sad. surprise for me is uh, Thierry Henry. Oh, I, I, Kenny Cooper's been a big freaking surprise. You know, that whole pairing up front, I didn't think that that would work. 
Uh, I, yeah, but, I'll, I'll, or, I'll make that amendment and say, I'll say the Cooper, the Cooper uh, Henri pairing, yes. Henry yes. Cooper. Henry no Cooper. one gets that reference. Is that a real person? Henry Cooper was a boxer. He uh, knocked Muhammad Ali down in 1968, I think. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Was that in the Olympics? No, it was uh, the world title, I think. All right. Well, there we go. Yeah, but, uh, uh, coming yeah. up. Sarah's gone. Sarah's. We're still waiting on Sarah. Hey, what do you know? Now, with the exception Sarah's of sport, with the exception of Sporting KC. Everyone's ragging about how awful the Galaxy are, and we've been crap. I, I'm not going to deny that. But you look at the standings, and yeah, we're seventh in the West. We're tied for fifth uh, in the yeah, East. Yeah, I'm not ragging that LA's crap. I'm not. I am. We have been crap to this point. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not shocked I'm, by it. I'm not worried uh, about I'm it. I'm curious as to why Toronto performed so well in the Champions League, but so poorly in MLS. They didn't, they didn't perform so well in the Champions League. Let me look. They didn't. They came out on fire in both games and then died off That's in the second point. half in both, in, in both games. Um, they didn't play well. L.A. just played crap. Oh, yeah. Sir, sent me a text, yeah. They haven't been very good in, in, in any of the games. I mean, they, they got past the Galaxy partly unfortunate, partly because L.A. were crap. And then they got a home result. No, they got the draw at home against Santos. But down in Mexico... I thought the, the game in Mexico was the game they played the best in, strangely, because I thought until uh, they lost the guy and the penalty, I thought they were competing. So, but they've been terrible. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's flip it around. Biggest, uh, Hank, are you still here? Okay. I'm Biggest here. Biggest disappointment so far. Well, um, biggest disappointment. Mark, biggest say. disappointment so far. Uh, the fact that LA fans thought Edson Buttle would be a good addition to the team. Edson Buttle would be a big disappointment. I, I've said that all along. Uh, probably Portland. Hank, you want to try again? I don't know, man. Portland, that, yeah, I guess. But yeah, I think, I don't know. I mean, for me, I, I have... Nothing's really coming up as overwhelmingly disappointing. It seems to be more status quo. I think Portland will find their way. Um, yeah. Nothing uh, for Edson me, really. Bell, Eddie Johnson for me. That wasn't a surprise, though. It doesn't count as a disappointment for me. I expected him to be crap. Who? Or both? Or both? Eddie, well, not so much Buttle, but Eddie Johnson. Complaint. Yeah, I've, I've, I've watched Buttle for too long to have any hope for him. Even when he was on fire two seasons uh, ago, he, he, he only played well enough to get into the World Cup. I'll give and then you my close quit. second as David Ferreira's injury was. Because we really need him. Yep. Yeah, he's, how long is he uh, out for now? another six to eight weeks, broken foot, had surgery. Oh, Saw him last night after the game. He's in a walking boot. Um, Ricardo, Villa also, Ricardo Villar also in a walking boot. Um, but says he expects to be able to play next week against Vancouver, which is a good sign for us. If you ever see Ugo in a walking boot, will you ask him if he'll sign it and give it to me when he's done with it? <laughs> yes, and I am going to expose Mark here. Mark sent me a text two games ago. said, please yes. go to the FC Dallas team shop and tell me what it costs for an authentic Ugo Ahemlo jersey, and then would you please get it signed? 
I got no call. I love Ugo. He is he is the reason. The way he plays is the reason that I said, screw it, I'm going to buy Galaxy season tickets originally. It was watching him play as a defender. He was the, he was the final straw that made me commit to being a Galaxy so, season ticket. So there's, is there I any love reason that kid. for you to be an FC Dallas fan at all? Okay. No. Yeah, good luck. Well, I can be I can be an Ugo fan. I don't have to be a I don't have wow, to be a Dallas is, fan. Neither does anybody in Dallas, apparently. Yeah. No, we had, a good, we had a good turnout last Dep- night. Eight hundred? Nope. How many? Did it beat the Revs? What the Revs have? The yes. Past ten thousand yes. and a bit. I think we had right. That's like saying how much okay. can you what bench? Are your bench? I think Come we on. had uh, uh, over 14, I think. Well, it's good. It's good for Saturday night. Um, speaking of FC Dallas, a uh, big hello to the Dallas Football Elite, my indoor soccer team that won 15 nothing this week. I told them I'd mention it on the show. Wow. You're playing yes. again? Is, is, it a, is it a full 11 side? No, it's uh, six on six. Five and a goal. Oh, right. So if, if they all watch us, we'll double our viewers. I, well, yeah, I know. Were me and Sykes on the other team no. or something? <laughs> no. Hey, have you That's, seen Sykes since he moved out there? Yeah, I saw, I saw him last night. Uh, I got to the game late. It was boys' night. Just me and the two boys went. We got there right before kickoff, but I saw almost all the shore after the game. So, yeah, saw Sykes. He gave him a big hug. We're going to get together next weekend probably. I, I saw a couple of pictures on Facebook of him at the, uh, I guess it was a tailgate or whatever beforehand. There's mm-hmm. like... Five or six young women in sights lurking in the background, looking like a creeper. Always. <laughs> oh, I love this. Watch out. Chris is the one that points that out. Okay, Powder, put your hood back up for the plugs because we're going to start wrapping this up. Are we right? Re- no. Really? we got, we got ages right, to go. Let's go. What's- yeah. We have not even touch. I mean, dude, Man United. Come on, back up by five. I'm choking United. midweek. Hello? Talk about Newcastle United. Hello? Never mind you, Torquay United. Oh, I, <laughs> I mean, okay, that's the reason why I'm not worried about the Galaxy. Look at what Man U did. Everyone wrote them off. Look what Man City did. Choked? Six they won 6 1. Yeah, Tevez had a hat trick and Aguero had two. Aguero. Yeah. They're still five Wondering, points down it's, it's after being late. five even, up. Even if they beat United in a couple of weeks' time, they still need to hope Man United lose right. a game somewhere. Yeah. And you can't see that happening. Not at this point, no. I think people will lose to United just not to have City as champions at this point, to be honest. It does seem to me with, with United over the past, well, especially in the last five years when they've been winning, people and teams go onto the pitch already resigned to having lost. And I don't think Man City have that kind of aura about them yet. So even when Man United don't play very well, you can almost see the other team expecting to get a, you know, a lucky goal going against them. or Yeah. Well, not only that, but you also got to wonder, no one wants to see a t- team like City, who has bought their way in, do it. Well, I mean, yeah, no- nobody wants it, but it's happened many times before. Blackburn, Chelsea. I mean, even, you know, some, even Nottingham Forest, when they won the, you know, the European Cup in 1980, I think it was, they just bought Trevor Francis for a million pounds. So, you know, there's always money in the game. Their money will always, eventually, it'll reap the dividends. I think you're kidding yourself if you think Man City aren't going to win the league eventually. No, they will eventually. What I'm saying is no one wants to see it happen with this particular squad, I don't think. Now, there's anything wrong with the guys on a personal level, 
but there's just something douchey about the team. Maybe that's because I'm a United fan, but there's just something, there's an aura of dirtiness about this squad in my mind. I feel that and, same way about Chelsea. And players are walking off the field in Chicago because of lightning. Oh, really? Yep, that's kind of good because... Uh, 13th minute play suspended due to rain and lightning. Come on, Chicago. Get it together. Let's go. Lightning. So, uh, lightning. Sarah, uh, Sarah's sending a text. Her laptop is having problems. I've told her to try uh, Skyping in from her phone. We'll see what's going on there. Um, you told her to try charging it. Skype in from her dog. Huh. So we're going to go ahead and crown uh, Man U the EPL champions? Yeah, I think that's yeah. yeah, pretty much. I think it's going to be hard. Five? Yeah. Four? Four, Four games left? Four games left, yeah. Four game, five point lead. Yep. What are they at now? Uh, 79-74. No, 82-77. Man United's got 82 points. City's got 77. The most interesting thing would be the race for fourth with Tottenham, yes. Newcastle, and Chelsea still there. I yeah. really hope Newcastle do it. I mean, I, I, I tend to give I would Newcastle love nothing more than to see time, that, man. But they yep. were, when they last, so when the Champions League, it was a lot of fun. I remember they yeah. beat Barcelona. Yeah. I mean, making, they, making, making Europe in your first season after being promoted again? Well, two but, seasons, but yeah. It was, was it two yeah. seasons? It's their yeah. second season up. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Pardew yeah. gets Sorry. a lot of... Alan Pardew gets a lot of stick, but if he doesn't win manager of the year, I will be... I'd well, be shocked. I'm not going to be shocked because it always goes to the guy who wins the league. So it's probably going to be Alex Ferguson again, but with the amount of... Um, Bile that he's had his way, and you know, after not spending the cow money and then you know, buying Bar and Cisse with people saying, Who are these guys? Well, they've worked out pretty well, yeah. Um, and he, I don't like the guy very much on a personal level, I think he's very arrogant. But so far, in Newcastle, he's done a really, really good job. And if I was the England, you know, if I was working for the FA, I'd rather look at him for England manager than Redknapp because since Redknapp's been mentioned for the England job. Yeah. They've collapsed. I agree. I, I agree. mean, maybe he's getting in the practice for being England manager. I don't know. And it looks like they've got a game in hand against Manchester United, so they've actually got five games left. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Manchester United and Manchester City are the only ones at 34. No, no, Norwich and Swansea, West Brom, Queen's Park Rangers, Blackburn and Wolves, all at 34. Bolton's at 32. Uh, but I guess they aren't they playing Arsenal tomorrow? Somebody's playing. Who's playing Arsenal tomorrow? I have uh, no idea. I don't remember. But anyways, uh, the point being, uh, still a few more games for Newcastle to, to make up some ground there. I think that Tottenham's got the easier schedule. So we'll have to see. Um, I, on my phone isn't giving me more than with the next week's scores. So, so no, Arsenal's Arsenal playing pretty good. Che- yeah, Arsenal play yeah. Chelsea next weekend as well. Right, that's a, that's a big match. Yeah, but yeah, I'll be rooting for Arsenal on that one so that Chelsea stays down. And um, Newcastle yeah, anybody play playing Spurs, good in my book. QPR at home, they need a win. So, who wins on two? Who wins on Tuesday in Europe? That was my that was my next segue. We've got uh, Barcelona, Chelsea, and Bayern, uh, Barcelona. 
Um, How is playing both Bayern and Chelsea? Madrid's playing Chelsea. Uh, Sarah's Sarah's uh, calling me as. Yeah, Bayern Munich play Real Madrid on Tuesday, and it's Chelsea Barcelona on Wednesday. I don't have Skype on my phone. I don't she know has, what to yeah, do. Yeah, she has Skype on her phone. <laughs> I know she does. I remember her Skyping in for one of the earliest shows from the backseat yes. of her car. No, the back the backseat of Jared's car. Is that what it was? Of Vegas, yeah. Probably not the first time that's been used, I'm sure. And that's right where I'm going as soon as she answers the phone. All right. Hey. Hello. Are, are, you, hey. are you in the backseat of a car this time with your phone? No. So I think my laptop has just blown up. And then. Is that a hot lap? Yeah. It is like on fire. Like I can't keep my hand in it for more like three seconds. It's like burning. You know, you shouldn't keep it on your lap. I had that once. I went to the clinic. It was fine. <laughs> I actually let that one go. I was, I was wondering to see who was going to take that one. So, so Sarah. Yes. Real Madrid, Chelsea, Barcelona, uh, Bayern. Who's winning? That's the uh, Real, Real Madrid. It's, it's Bayern and Real Madrid. Oh, it's Bayern Real. Okay, Bayern Real, Barcelona, Chelsea. I can't see. I, I think Real right now. I just, I, I quite fancy their chances. I don't think Chelsea are going to go much further. I think their days are done. Especially against where, Barcelona. Where is exactly. Bayern playing? That's the next question. Is it at the home? first leg is at Bayern. I think Bayern takes that one. I, I think they're going to beat Real Madrid over the two legs. I think they're in the final. I think Bayern can neutralize Real Madrid. Really? Am I the yeah. only one that said Real? Do you really? I think I think it's just going to be an all-out attack fest. Well, because the final is at Bayern Munich as well. Yeah. Yep. So they have an even bigger incentive than they would ordinarily right. need to get. Right. Absolutely. I, um, do, I mean, I, I'm excited for that game. I think it's going to be an absolute attack fest. That will be a better game than Chelsea Barcelona, I think. Yeah, I think the yeah. second leg, Mark, to your point, I think the attack base is going to come in the second leg when Real Madrid is at home. Okay. But I think Bayern Munich's got the, the chops to, to neutralize uh, Real Madrid. I, just, I, uh, I think that I can see them coming out with like a 1-0 win. But do you, do, you, do you really see them playing that way? I see them playing. I just I don't know why. I think they're just going to come out attacking. And hope Mourinho to shock them. I, I think they're going to come out hoping to shock Real Madrid. Right. But, you know, if they, but do you think they're really going to get more than a goal off of them? Yeah. Okay. Really? I do. I really do. Hmm. I think Bayern. I think I, I. I don't. I can't call that game, but I do believe Bayern has the skill to come out of it. I really do. I mean, okay. Either uh, way, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, it's going to be a massive game. I can't wait for it. Before we move off that, can I think about Iron Robin? I don't know if you guys watch any of the uh, the German league or any of their previous games in this competition, but. Robin's been around for, what, 12 years now? And everyone knows he can only use his left foot. So why do defenders always, and I mean always, let him inside onto his left foot? And then when he scores, they look around as if it's a surprise. I, I'm sorry. That, I mean, maybe Sarah, I, mean, I know you coach, is just surely if you've got a player who can't use his right foot, you say, show him outside. And, right? and that's the thing, like, yeah, of course you communicate that, oh, but say, saying, it, saying it and doing it is, is another thing. You know, oh, like, yeah, I'm sure he could go around me. <laughs> I mean, traffic comes yeah. more about me. But, yeah, uh, yeah. So is, 
Hey, I, always, I always thought he was going to go play at Man U, you know. He should play. He should go to the Galaxy. Him and Landon Donovan have the same hair. And Chris is allowed to say that. <laughs> yeah, I can say that, you see. So, Hank, you're old enough to remember this, but when you watch Barcelona and they do that passing back and forth between the same two guys for a good 30 seconds, does that, does that not remind you, though, of the early days of the Globetrotters with Metal Arc Lemon posting up in the key and the whole team running yes. circles around him and he's just passing the ball do back and forth? figure eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you just watch that, like, yeah, I can hear the music in the background, you know? It's crazy. We should write a book on the similarities between the the attacking formation of the Metal Arc of Metal Arc Lemon and Curly Neal in relation to the Harlem Globetrotters between you know uh, Real Madrid's uh, attacking uh, prowess or rather their defensive prowess with their uh, with their back line. Like a thesis. I think that's a thesis awesome. right there. I find Barcelona quite boring to watch, I'll be honest. I, I, I can admire the skill and I can accept that they're the best team in the world, but they kind of pass you to death because there's so many passes that they do that don't really go anywhere. They kind of lull you into a, into a sense of security where you, you're expecting them to keep passing around you and then suddenly they score three goals. Well, what other team? What other team can pull it off that way, though? Well, I no, I, I'm not saying they are the best team in the world, I think, probably by a considerable distance, even if you are happy to gloss over the fact that they're not likely to win the La Liga. Um, I just think that as a spectacle, the games that they play aren't always that exciting. And that's why the Chelsea game on Saturday, on Wednesday excuse me, is going to be very boring because Chelsea are going to be happy to let them pass until probably 10 yards inside their own half. So I can imagine Chelsea are going to defend with probably 10 men behind the ball and leave Dropper up front, hoping that they can get away with a nil-nil or maybe sneaking a one-nil win and go to the new camp and get a result there. Of course, again, like Sarah said, saying it and doing it are entirely different things. <laughs> um, and like I, when, while I accept that Barcelona are probably the best side that I've ever seen in my lifetime, you know, but certainly live on television, it's watching them in La Liga is incredibly boring unless they're playing Ma um, Manchester United, unless they're playing I Real Madrid. I, uh, I think the matchup with Chelsea and Barcelona, I think Chelsea are going to uh, so show their age. I think there's going to be a lot of difference in the speed of play. I think, uh, I think that's going to be magnified for that game. Because Chelsea have got some oldies on their team right now. It's time for a clear out. Yeah, they don't have any pace, do they? Not at all. Not at all. Who do they go out and buy? I think they've got to get but a sentiment Oh wow! I mean, it, it's it's a legitimate question. They don't they, they're not growing anybody. So who do they go out and buy? I think Dempsey is a prime target. Sisse up in Newcastle, they could yeah. make an offer for him. I think a I lot of who it. they buy depends on if they're in the Champions League next year. If they're not in the Champions Great. League, they're going to have a very hard time attracting any of the top players. That's the you truth. You saw that with Liverpool when they dropped out of the Champions League that they couldn't get the top players. They managed to get Andy Carroll. Um, but, you know, they're not going to get the players of... Someone like Dempsey, I think, he's only going to move for a club that's in yes. the Champions League. Exactly. That's the, only, that's, the only, to, that's the only reason for him to move. Yeah, and I respect that. I don't think any Fulham fan is going to begrudge him that. I don't think a move to Fulham has any shot at the Europa League. No. So, I mean, he could go... If he wants to play in Europe, 
he's not getting any offers. He could go someplace like um, fifth or sixth team club and play in, in Europa League. But then again, any fifth or sixth team club, are they really going to be intent on winning the Europa League? Or are they going to be trying to finish fourth? I mean, you've seen yeah. that with, with Tottenham this year, that they kind of ducked out. I don't think ducked out, that sounds bad. But when they went out of the Europa League, you could tell they weren't particularly bothered. Same thing with Man City and United, really. I know United was schooled by Bill Bow, but you got the impression that none of those players or the management were really too upset not to have that competition every week. Yeah. And the other point there is you got to remember that um, Dem Dempsey's, what, 30 years old now, or he will be next season. Yeah. And for him to settle for Europa League at this time in his career isn't going to do himself any Especially favor. Especially the way so. he's been playing this season. No, yeah, I think where he goes is kind of will give you an idea of the kind of player he wants to be. If he goes somewhere like Chelsea in the Europa League and takes a huge amount of money... That shows you that he's about the money. But if he goes to somewhere like Newcastle, probably a bad example. But I don't really see him leaving London if he stays in England. But if he goes to, say, Tottenham finish fourth, and he goes there, which I, I think easily, I could see that happening because you know he doesn't want necessarily want to leave London. They're not going to pay as much as Chelsea. He can even get away with wearing his Fulham shirt at White Hart Lane because it's the same freaking color. Yeah, he's just going to put a marker <laughs> through the FX Pro and write in Investec in. In black tech, in black pen. Yep. But um, yeah, I, I would like to see him play in Champions League because in the last couple of years he's dramatically improved. I don't think anyone can kind of deny that. But for any player to really measure themselves, they have to play in the Champions League. I think he's uh, ready for that challenge. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I don't see him going to Manchester. What about other than England? Do you, do you can you see him moving to a, a, a club like maybe AC Milan or someplace like that? Well, the problem with that is the language. I, I don't know. I don't know Kudemti. I don't know what he's like with language. Tell me it's I, easy. Come on, it's easy. It's spaghetti. It's it's easy. It's easy if you're in a restaurant, apparently. But if you actually want to communicate with people, not so much. Uh, <laughs> I. I, I mean, he's been, how long has he been at Fulham for now? Six years, seven years. What's that? How long has he been in Fulham? I don't know, but he still can't speak English. <laughs> well, he's in Texas. He's well, he is a rapper. <laughs> hey, playing the revolution, man. I, I, I have a lot of love for that guy. I wish he was still playing for us. That's all I have to say. Here, okay, here's, here, let, me, let, me, let me play instigator for a second. Let's say Chelsea does continue on and, and, and makes, makes Europe next year, makes Champions League. Do they have enough money for the sake of argument and just to be a dick? Does Chelsea have the money to, say, lure Oxlade Chamberlain away from Arsenal? That's the kind of move they would make. Oxlade's making what? A, a pound a week? What is he working on now? But I'm saying, do they have the money to make to allow Arsenal to sell him? Do they Arsenal have that transfer fee? I don't think so. I, I think they have the money. Like Sarah said, it's whether or not Arsenal are going to want to let him go. Right. If they come in with 40 million quid, then Arsenal will put him in a bag. You know, they'll drive him for them. But yeah, I mean, they, they paid 50 for Torres, so why not? Put <laughs> shirt on the back of the cab on the way over. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you're right, they might. I think they need someone a bit more dynamic than the pair they've got. Maluda, I think, needs to be shown the door. He's been awful. Um, I mean, I like, like Kalu, I mean, Chamber Chamberlain is like the bright spot in the league right now. He's yeah. There's something about him that he is just going to be absolutely amazing. And he's, outplay, and he's outplayed Walcott lately, too. 
Well, yeah, who I was has? Say, we said that about Walcott three years ago. But but uh, Ox actually reminds me a lot of a young Clint Dempsey and his opportunism that he takes. He thinks he can rap also. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I'm talking about the style of play, it's just the way he runs at people and and his uh, his to, and his kind of opportunistic way of, of making the most of a situation. It was if you go back to the early days of when Clint was playing in New England, that was the way he played. That's what made him so special. Um, and still to this day, he's he's getting a bit more set up now because people trust him a little bit more. But when when he was first in Fulham, he was all about opportunity, taking yeah. advantage of that opportunity. And uh, he had to prove himself over and over again as the managers rotated in and out of Fulham. Um, and he's done it time in, time out. But, you know, Ox, he's got, if he's got winger behind him, he'll see plenty of starting time uh, at, at Arsenal. But at the same time, you got to wonder. I mean, you got to wonder if people are looking at him saying, is this guy the real deal? I don't know. Hey, on, on, jumping about that on the real deal, Chris, do you, do you think he goes to the Euros? Is he in the squad? Yeah. Do you think he's going to get much playing time? I mean, a lot, of, a lot of it depends on who the manager is. If, if Stuart Pearce gets the gig for the tournament, which I think he probably will, really? I think he'll take a young... Yeah, because I, I don't see... If you're a manager, I don't think you can win if you go with... Because you're expecting the team to struggle. I think they'll do well to get out of the group. So if you're a guy like, say, Harry Redknapp, right? Surely it'd be easier for you to take the gig after the tournament and say we're building for the World Cup in Brazil rather than taking yes, a chance. Yeah, I guess that's the easy way out. That would be completely within Redknapp's modus operandi. MO, yeah. Well, um, that is kind yeah. of an English way, though, isn't it? <laughs> Goodness. Didn't you yeah, just... I mean, I, I would like to see Pierce given it and said, uh-huh. let Pierce do it for that tournament. He's not a very good manager, but he's the guy in the hot seat right now, so let him have it and say to him, look, we're not expecting you to win this tournament go out and make the English fans excited about the team again. Leave yeah. Lampard behind. Make Correct. Parker, you know, even make Parker captain for the tournament because I think Parker deserves it. I think he's been great all year, probably last year and this year as well. Take a couple of the young kids. Take Sturridge. Take Chamberlain. Uh, well back! Let's not Sorry. get ahead of ourselves. Kid and play. Yeah. He looks like Arsenio Hall from the... Uh, from the chat show era. Oh, don't mess with Danny. He's got the high Take take Cahill, put him in defense. Tell Terry to go on holiday somewhere, anywhere. I, I'm with you. I, I say bring in the new kids. Get, drop Lampard. Terry freaking hell. He couldn't catch it cold. He's so he's so slow. Yeah. Uh Gerard, I think's gone. Andy Carroll. I think Andy Carroll's gonna do okay. I think he's gonna be okay now. Bring Shane Ferguson. He's fantastic. You'll love him. Hank, you're a commercial for the MLS right now. A man with a single light above his head in a closet screaming out names. (laughs) I have an idea. As long as we don't don't bring Heskey. I won't hear a word say against Emil Heskey. He doesn't deserve to be in the England team, but I I don't know if you remember, Sarah, when he was playing for Leicester, he was brilliant. He was a buccaneering forward. He would bustle past people. He had skill. He had pace. And then suddenly he moved to Liverpool, and he was turned into this long ball guy. But now, um, when he was with, when he was with Leicester, that was with Dick Off and Bent, wasn't it? You guys like saying Dick Off and Bent, don't you? I love saying Dick Off and Bent. <laughs> yeah. I used yeah. to love watching those matches. Dick Off, <laughs> Bent. Four. 
But yeah. the thing is, it, it's it was Leicester, and and no offense, but there's not a lot of flair needed at Leicester. He was just a big bruiser, you know. And and then put him in the England setting, he's, he's just a big bruiser. It don't fly. Oh, I, I think it was came out of the pitch. So, hey, what what does uh, Brian Bentley have on his shirt right now? That's what I want to know. That's a Deuce LBF shirt. Yes, it is. Define, uh, please. A company called I, Live, Breathe, Football. They have a shirt. Oh, you mean like my hoodie? Are. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be and buy something. No, that's the Stand up, Chris. Let's see it. You're thinking about. Okay. I'm <laughs> Stop. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Oh, you got the lounge hoodie. Nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah. There you go. So shout out to uh, to Eben and all those people at Live Breathe Football. Um, we'll put a link to them on the website. LiveBreatheFootball.com. L-I-V-E-B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-T-B-O-L.com. Good people. Good Meanwhile, got Nike and Adidas those guys, up those here. Those guys are struggling. Cool. We need some shout outs for those guys. Yeah. <laughs> he gets, he gets as well. Oh, Chuck- hey, I, I, I know I tweeted this, but if you guys get the chance, try the lime cucumber Gatorade. It is amazing. <laughs> you did tweet that. That is so funny. Lime that stuff is so crack like. Lime so cucumber. Only lime, so- lime only cucumber so- Gatorade. Does it come with avocado sprouts on the side? No, you, you you would think it'd be horrible, but oh my god, is it good? Oh, I don't think they sell it. Kind of revolting. It, it sounds revolting. It is absolutely amazing. <laughs> everyone, everyone whose throat I forced it down. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that. It's way has too loved easy. It. <laughs> Every cucumber he's forced on somebody in their mouth, they've loved. I'll say it. It's my show. Okay. <laughs> Talk about stuffing the bra. Exactly, the and show. I think we've I think we've hit the circle of life there, Simba. I think we should go ahead and wrap this up before we have to. <laughs> did any Did anyone else get a drunk dial no. from Dean last night? No, but yeah, our friend Dean from Manchester did drunk dial Mark, uh, and then he tweeted it. And he wanted Not- anybody else's phone numbers in America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally. I just got naked. My phone rings. I look at it. A plus forty four. <laughs> Dean's got to be drunk. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. It was uh, funny. Before we do the plugs, anybody, let's. Uh, we'll do real quick. Sarah, you have anything you want to throw in for this week? Anything coming up? Um, nothing coming right, up. Hey, I can think of. Uh, Midnight Ride podcast. I had a nice little chat with Lee Wynn on Friday before the game. Uh, before he came down with a hundred and something fever, uh, and also with Jay Heaps, and uh, it was a nice little. You know, talk about the the pregame that was a big lead up to the game that never happened. So, if you want to go back in time and listen to that, that's fun, fantastic. But we uh, we are at uh, www.themidnightride.us. You can listen to us uh, there or follow us on Twitter at TMR Podcast. You can also check out Hank today, lightning round with uh, Darius Barnes that is up on our website, covering yeah. all of Rev's history. Hank, I need to give you the the. Uh... We do humor on those. Right? Oh, Mark, what are you <laughs> this week? Uh, a question for Hank. When you talked to Lee, did you tell him that you were now a part of this webcast? And if so, was he fond for you even more so? I did we, not tell him. I was we had him I, here I, first. I, 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 uh, anything, 
this week, Champions League, baby. It's all about Champions League. Going to be some great games. Um, if you guys get a chance, whoever's watching, all of us, go out and play. Find a pickup game and somewhere. Will, have some I fun. will uh, toot our own Good horn. Advice. I did see Lee win when they were here, and he was uh, very responsive, very happy. I sent him a message. I was going to stop by and see him after the game. Uh, tough, you know, tough loss to the team, Son. Very nice. A great guy. Took a minute to speak and say hello and thanked us you know, for having him on. Um, so, kudos to Lee. He's a good kid. Win. I like Lee. Mark, what you got? Are you leading our fantasy league, by the way, uh, Chris? Uh, I don't know. I might be because I had a pretty good week, I think. Um, I had to get rid of some players this weekend because they weren't doing it for me. Snuck into a movie theater? What do you... Sorry, Joseph. I forgot to take him out of what my side. What do you side. got coming up this week, Chris? Uh, around the league and around the league extra, we already have the interview with the Women's United FC ladies, uh, Christy and uh, Kayla from last week, and we have our regular show coming out on and Wednesday. That. Right, and I'm on that show this week. I'm very excited about that. Oh, good. Are you? Yes. Yeah, how can you recall me to have me on, Chris? Sorry? I remember the days when Brian and Sarah used to be on that show for regular. Hey, we used to host that well, that's show, ages but that's ago. a different that's... story. We, right? Yeah. <laughs> Brian used to give me a hard time. He used to say, it's not Winning Ugly, Hank. Because <laughs> Winning Ugly is a humor show, and then Hank would come on around the league, and we'd try to be serious, and Hank's, <laughs> Hank's doing bits. But <laughs> <laughs> I do, it's me. I, I don't change from show to show. I know, it's just that's why we love you. Consistency, it's a, it's uh, a good trait, Hank. Uh, uh, CSRNUSA.com is the website. You can follow him on Twitter, uh, at ATLCSRN. Hey, Chris, are you going out to Vegas? Yes. When is it? Is it next, next weekend, right? Yeah, I'm going out Thursday and coming back Wednesday. Wednesday night. Okay, I'm probably going to drive out on Monday. I'll leave here Monday morning like at 5. Yeah. And I'll, whatever you guys are doing Monday during the day, maybe we can go play some pickup or just go have lunch or something. Yeah, we're going to do something because it's a pretty contracted group now. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be there Monday for see, see everybody and say hi and then leave to come home for a call on Tuesday. All right, great. If you need a room, I have a room which is not no. going to be mine, so don't don't freak out. No, I'll be I'll be leaving at like four in the afternoon. I have afternoon. a room that belongs to Mike Tyson's tiger, but <laughs> he likes cinnamon. <laughs> Actually, I think Sykes needs a bunk, mate. So you know. there you go. All yeah. right, uh, I have uh, nothing other than you can follow me on Twitter at tweeter underscore dumb. Um, my last tweet last night was: "There's no better confidence builder than walking through a line of autograph seekers and watching their arms retract." I got that after the game. Nice. nice. <laughs> I saw you in Temple Grandin. Yeah. <laughs> All 90 seconds of that. It's all right. Hey, well, it's worth 10 cents. I've been, trying, I've been going through the old back episodes of Friday Night Lights, too, trying to find uh, you. Season 4, any. episode 6, the title of it is Stay. Right. It's not on your yeah, reel. So you go to my website, you can see it, yeah. You're not <laughs> Friday okay. night, we were we were having dinner at Century City, Century City Mall, and I chased who I thought was Neil Patrick Harris all the way <laughs> through the mall up to the food court to try and get him to do a lightning round nice. before I realized oh it wasn't Neil yes. Patrick Harris. It was probably better than my lightning round with Jeb Brofsky, which I did, and it's actually okay, but I realized five seconds in that I'd hit stop. <laughs> I've known, I've known this for weeks. I've, I told Chris I was not going to mention it. I said, if I were you, I wouldn't mention it either. Have you seen my picture? I'm not ashamed of, of myself, you know. So I think it says, 
I'm with Je- uh, Jebrowski talking about the lightning round. Go. Oh, and then it disappears. So awesome. You should just put... It was I'll quite funny, it. actually. It, I'll, post it. <laughs> I'll send it, but yeah, it was quite funny. Oh, Trust us. So it's really... you, can, you can follow me at Twitter underscore dumb. You can follow the show at Top of the Table TV. You can get a... Uh, you can get the podcast, but <laughs> I'm laughing so hard now. You can get <laughs> past versions of the show on iTunes, and then we have everything on the website, topofthetable.tv. I appreciate every one of your time and your humor. Now that we're in the second quarter, Brian, when are we doing swap? Uh, we're not in the second quarter yet. Yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's six games in, so is that swap? Second quarter of the year. I thought you meant the year. Yeah, April. I have to hang up now. No. Other. <laughs> you have to go. You have to go. Gotta go. Get out of that basement. In the shower. <laughs> I gotta go let Billy Bob out of the trunk. All right, Billy. Really have a good week. See ya. Bye. Bye, Hank. Oh, the wonderful Hank. Are you gonna plug my Twitter? Because I need one more for five hundred. Yeah, at Chris J. Ballard. Thank you. How are you at 500? I'm I'm at like 270 something. Because you don't tweet when you're at work, would they? True. I don't have time. I mean, uh, if my office and I, and I think watching, Ballard, Ballard, Ballard also has office. somewhat of a limiter on his tweets as well. <laughs> what are you saying? You, before, I, you should have one one Twitter that's your unfiltered thinking, which is what you currently have now, and you need another one, which is your maybe um um. Your I would like one. to deliver a written statement kind of a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> what fun is that? Yeah, I know. I need to clean Not. my shit up. <laughs> and with that, we will bid you adieu. And I will uh, right. again. I thank you all for your time, Chris. Coming, Chris Ballard coming to us from Connecticut. Mark Via from LA. The lovely Sarah Wilson coming to us from Kansas City and from her phone. Uh, Hank in uh, Boston. I'm Brian Dallas. Thank you again. We'll see you next week, hopefully. From top of the table, everybody have a good week. Bye. Bye, Love you guys. Bye.